0: Suds. Suds. It's time for more Suds. It is definitely time for more Suds. Welcome to the Suds episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I am one of your hosts here today, good old boy Mike.
1: Good boy, Michael.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Jawohl. And good old boy, Dave. What's up, baby? And good old gal, Juliana.
2: Hiya.
0: And good old boy, Drew. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> today we're... Uh, Actually, this is a sponsored episode by Vushtana. No matter what you do, do it right. How about that? Everyone is very, very happy. We have a good sponsored show today. Today, we're going to be discussing German Pizna. But first... Good old boy Dave is going to read all of the sud rating for you today so you know how to sing along with us. Okay, good old boy Dave. Let's hear it. Uh, we will be tasting and discussing
3: these beers and rating them with these sod ratings plus our, I just totally lost the German. <laughs> so our signature belching sounds, here are those ratings now. One, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. He was doing good. Dry. Was that a belch? Actually, that was fine. So this is dry. Ah, what a relief. Fear. A body should really not make that sound.
4: I don't know what that was. It sounds like the look of the Irish.
3: (laughs) I've had some beers, man. And five. Listen to
0: that hang time. Give me another. Thank you, good old boy Dave. Appreciate it very much. Today's show is all about a uh, a beer style episode. We have picked one beer to talk about today, and that is going to be German Pilsner. Everyone's very excited about this. Jawohl. It's wunderbar. Wunderbar. (coughs) Very good. So today's show is going to be a little bit different. Uh, some of us is uh, going to be about uh, a game show And uh, about certain beers So here's the beers we're going to be talking about today Are you paying attention, boys and girls? Yeah Wushtana, Premium Verum Rodenberger Pilsner Kronburger Pilsner And to make it interesting We're going to have a good beer from US craft beer Pilsner Called Victory Prima Pilsner all good beers that we're going to get to talk about. We have a standby craft beer in case one of our bachelor's kills over is Sierra Nevada Nuno Pilsner? I don't know why you call a beer nuno but whatever. So, uh, you're asking standby for what? Well, we're going to be playing the German dating game with these Pilsners today. And our hosts are going to be representing each of the beers as bachelors. And I'll be playing double duty as a bachelor and host. We'll uh, add a standby beer if we think one of the contestants is not rising to the occasion. (laughs) I don't know who that would be. So listen, grab your favorite Pilsner, put on your best bell-bottom pants and leisure suits and your best TV dinner. Because we have sampled some of these beers and rated all these uh, beers blind and we're going to keep our tasting comments honest. Just like the dating game, we won't reveal each beer Uh, that we're talking about but until the very end of the episode so after each question i'll pick a bachelor with the best answer we'll discuss and rate that beer our tasting notes remember you have to stick around to find out the big reveal at the end to actually figure out which beer is which as we go along here so as we're uh just like the dating game. Let's bring our bachelors out and introduce them. And here they are. Bachelor number one is a pilsner that loves flowers, hearing friends say Prost, and celebrating the life.
2: Help me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bachelor number two is a pilsner that says the secret to life is Wesselwasser, which is German for spring water. Guten Abend, Frau <laughs> Bachelor number three is a pilsner with long heritage and enjoys cool summer nights. I don't know what I'm doing here in the middle of this program. I thought there was going to be free beer. Bachelor number four is a pilsner that is younger and loves hanging out with friends. Hilfa, help me. I need the mouth to mouth. <laughs> so those are our bachelors for today. And as just in the dating game we have our f- our questions for our bachelors and here is question number 1 You're out at a picnic with a date that is very ugly and has brought a tasty pilsner but forgot to bring a beer opener what do you do bachelor number 1
2: I reach into my pocket because I always have <laughs>
0: A beer opener?
2: Yes. And then I chuggle it. (laughs) And then
0: you chuggle it. How do you say say chuggling in German?
2: (laughs) They know what I mean.
0: Chuggling in German. And then
2: he don't look so bad.
0: Bachelor number two, what do you do on this very interesting date with no beer beer opener?
4: Well, I must say that if there is a... um, challenged uh, individual and my accent just died there as well that was just, i i i went strangely romanian
0: i think for a moment it was doing pretty good so what would you do on this date
4: i just smash the bottle open and get immediately to the tasty and it is the most
0: important part after all i agree get to the beer <clears throat> bachelor number three uh what would you do on this uh, date well, you know, I think that I would um, decide how much beers there was And uh, I would drink half of it I would decide if my day got any better looking And if not, I would leave And I would take the beer with me And leave the ugly person there That's what I would do Very good Alright, <clears throat> bachelor number four Wait, What would you do on this date with an ugly person that did not have a beer opener? Well first i would
3: lean in close and look deep into her eyes and say oh my god is that superman behind you and when she turned around i would grab Zibir and run away and find an opener <laughs> <laughs> pretty good
0: all right so the judges have conferred and uh We have a winner from this round, and it is going to be Bachelor Number 2 that we're going to talk about our tasting notes for this particular beer. So we're not going to tell you what this beer is. We're just going to tell you what our tasting notes is. Again, you have to stick around to the end of the show to find out specifically what Bachelor is, which beer is how you're going to play here. So, uh, what did you think about Bachelor Number 2, Juliana?
2: Well, it was okay. He was a little dark for me. A little too sweet for me. And didn't give me that punch that I'm expecting from a Pilsner. Hmm. Or a date. <laughs> or a date. Um, and I don't think he likes hockey much either. Uh, that being hmm. said, I'm giving it a three.
0: A three? How about that? Ah, oh, what a relief. <sighs> Drew, what do you think about Bachelor number two?
4: Uh, I have to say that... Uh I like it a little dark and a little sweet. It was of very good. Very good. The beer. Oh yeah. <laughs> we talk about whatever you want, Dave. would <laughs> uh, um, I'd, I'd have to, to also give it a three.
0: A three as well. Oh. Oh, what a relief. Well, bachelor number three for me was. Uh, it was a little bit uh, malty. Oh, uh, bachelor number two. Thank you, Uh, my co-host, reminding me. Bachelor number two is Malty. Uh, Hint of citrus on it. Um, You know, kind of tasty. You know, this had uh, all the elements I think of, uh, kind of in a in a good pilsner. My suds rating for bachelor number two is a three as well. (laughs) There we have it. And Dave, what did you think of Bachelor number two? Well, compared
3: to the um, other Bachelors, uh, number two definitely had uh, a little bit more complexity in the flavor, uh, a little bit more of a mouthfeel as well. I think that comes from some of the darker malts probably in it. Um, I got a big hint of uh, honey in the uh, aroma. Um, I think it was a very uh, very good very good beer. A little bit sweet,
0: but uh, I gave it a three as well. How about that? Three's all the way around for bachelor number three. Well, there you have it, our first question and our first bachelor beer to talk about as well. All right, next up, our second question for our bachelors. Question number two. You're at a party to celebrate a great beer uh, with Pilsner beer. Uh, but after about 10 minutes, the beer at the party actually runs out. What do you do?
4: Well, <coughs> well, with no beer, there is no party. So I go and find more beer. Find a new party.
0: Hmm. Good answer. Very good answer. Uh, let's see. Bachelor number three. Uh, I think that's where I'm um, doing it. Bachelor number three is um, what would you do at this party? Well, uh, I think that I would. Uh, I'd look at all the people. I'd wonder if there's any good looking people, and I would decide if um, if we were going to have uh, funneling beer, I'd stick around uh, because I love the funneling of the beer, and because um, I like the party, you know uh it depends on the music as whether i stay around because uh you know i like to dance i like the party uh not quite sure what uh i do A the bill out um that's that's uh that's what i do so <clears throat> uh bachelor number three what do you do yeah oh, i'm sorry bachelor number four
3: yeah well 34 you know it it doesn't matter <laughs> As you know, and as all Germans know, there ain't no party like a Pilsner party because a Pilsner party don't stop um, until the beer runs out. Hmm. However, in that case, two words Jaeger bombs.
0: (laughs) Once again, absolutely. We're going to be banned from Germany for sure. All right. Bachelor number f- bachelor number one, you're uh, at this very interesting party doing Gager bombs, <laughs> but the beers run out. What do you do?
2: As a true German, and I'm sorry, I just do not have a good accent. Like, forget <laughs> me. And I, I just do not want to hurt Germany, because I do like German beer. But if I was a German, I would always have beer around me, no matter what. So if the party runs out, yeah. I'm going to the trunk of my car, and I'm drinking the beer I have in the car.
0: Very good. <clears throat> good answers all the way around. So uh, we are going to say that the winner of this round is Bachelor number three. <coughs> <laughs> <Wow>.
2: Protest. <laughs> yeah. Protest. Who's
0: judging this Sam? Yeah, really. I
2: think we need a recap. I think need a recap.
0: <laughs> there
4: are pregnant chads everywhere.
0: <laughs> all right so our tasting notes on uh, bachelor number three here as soon as I get uh, to the right page with those tasting notes I'll uh, I'm going to ask uh, Juliana to lead us off once again here
2: this bachelor was a wonderful bachelor I loved this bachelor um, to me it was a great great it, it was very true to style um, very flavorful yet crisp and that's what I really like in a Pilsner is a very crisp drink I gave this a 4
0: a 4 a uh, uh, body should not make that sound Drew what did you think about uh, this uh, bachelor number 3
4: I found it enjoyable it had a very long finish um, I would I would agree that it was a well rep- it was a good representation of the style and Somewhat felt like an going back to an old friend. Um, I'd have to say it's a it's a good
0: four. Hmm. how about that a body should not make uh, that sound. Uh, <clears throat> um, so uh, bachelor number three, uh, I only wrote down two words, which is pleasant and balanced. I agree. This is a great beer to style. If somebody asked me, you know, what a uh, what a German pilsner, you know, uh, should taste like. This would be a, a great example. I just thought it was, uh, again, a very solid choice. You know, uh, the the malt was in check with this. And that was the thing that I really found um, really pleasant You know, about this. This is something you could drink three or four of these beers um, very easily. My sedge rating for bachelor number three is also a four. A body should not make that sound. Again, stick around to the very end and we'll reveal which beer is which. All right, Dave, what'd you think about Bachelor number three? I really liked it. It was not one
3: of my favorites of the flight, but I thought it was very good. It's clean, balanced, uh, starts wet, ends dry. Take that to me, whatever you want. Um, But uh, no, uh, it it had a good uh, hop to malt balance. is very well made um but
0: i gave it a three a Ah, three. Oh, what a relief well there you have it two questions and two beers down in our lineup so far listen we're gonna take a uh, break right here and uh, we'll be right back and now a word from someone that actually paid us for this
1: listen if you're looking for something Something real. Something to actually believe in. If you've got a story to tell, share it with anyone. With everyone. If you're absolutely determined, let nothing stand in your way. If it's forever, don't f*** it up. And if this is what makes you tick, come on, why not? And hey, why can't you ride a skateboard when you're 40 freaking 5? If you're going out, or even going up, cheers. If you can't stop, won't stop, then don't stop. I mean, I wouldn't. If you miss your wife, your kids, your dog, but can still find a little piece of home. If everybody can feel it, if this is your moment, breathe. If life is short, then don't waste the drop. If you've got it in you, then just let it out. If tonight is the night, then tomorrow can wait. If it feels so good you want time to stand still, go for it, take it, chase it, know it, taste it, be proud of it, dream it, hunt it, fight for it, love it. But whatever it is you do, do it right.
0: Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Today is a Suds episode. We are uh, talking about German pilsners, and we're having fun playing the German dating game as we're going along here. So we're having lots of fun (coughs) talking about questions about German pilsners along the way. So we are on question number three for your bachelors today. Hopefully you're having a very good time. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy, <day. coughs> sorry about that, folks. He's mic. been calm. I know. Yes, I got some flames. I, I thought <clears throat> so. You need mm, more beer. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Dorfling and more beer for sure. So here you are with question number three for your bachelors. Okay. <coughs> Everybody talks about having great beer So what makes for a great German Pilsner And why should we pick you as the best Pilsner beer tonight? (coughs) Bachelor number 3 Well, I would uh, pick um, me as uh, the best Pilsner because I'm very uh, mouth-foldered I love the... I taste like a very good citrus on the tongue And all the cool kids on the block say I taste the best. So that's why I'm the best Pilsner. Bachelor number four. Yeah. uh, That was very
3: creepy, uh, by the way. (laughs) But um, I am the best Pilsner. I like all great things German. I am malt, water, hops, and yeast.
0: And that is it. (laughs) Good choice. You know, Dave sounds like he is like, you know, (laughs) 6'8". With that accent. I am on the inside. (laughs) That's funny. All right. Bachelor number one. What would make you the best pilsner?
2: I have the best malts. The most amazing hops. And the greatest yeast ever to give you that great flavor with that just hint of crispness at the end. Hmm. I am the best of all worlds. I am the best pilsner.
0: Good answer. We see if you are the tastiest here. (laughs) And finally, bachelor number two. Yeah, I am the...
4: I am the best pills now because I'm very traditional and conservative but I still know how to have a very good time and as others have said I'm certified pure I'm only only the best if you pick me you never have to worry about anything impure getting into your beer just me (laughs) I think we have to wonder about a lot of things about Bachelor number two. But don't you want to find out? No. (laughs) Stick around. I think you go to the
3: clubs where they have Jager all day long. That's what I think. Bachelor number two and Bachelor number three.
0: (laughs) I'm so glad I loaded a laugh track for this. (laughs) Like we really needed it. All right, here we go. All right, Bachelors. Here we're going along. We have question number four, and the final, the question.
2: Don't we get to talk about the beer? The
0: beer? The beer? Oh yes, that's it's
4: right. Fine the beer. It's very we stick around to the end. I'm, I'm sorry.
0: sorry. <laughs> yes. You're not German. Yes, we're going to talk about beer number of uh, bachelor number four. Oh, that's Correct. there to go so uh I'll, yeah i know <laughs> like yeah like yeah, i can you know. keep track of any of this <laughs> all right <clears throat> uh that one was actually a good choice yep all right so this uh i'll start off with this one <clears throat> No, let's keeping the same word juliana wanted what do you think about bachelor number four
2: you know bachelor number four wasn't bad um bachelor number four was a little crisp for me um but it wasn't bad. Hmm. Um, I'm giving him a three.
0: A three. Ah, oh, what a relief. Drew, what do you think about uh, Bachelor number four here? I thought
4: it was well balanced. I, I wouldn't say it was too crisp, but I, I, I could see that. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, malt forward in my opinion. But uh, overall, well balanced, something I, uh, I could definitely quaff on a hot summer's day
0: and your such rating i'd have to say it was a three three as well oh, what a relief <laughs> i wrote down for uh bachelor number four is uh sweet um it's barely malt and actually i didn't really think that it had enough what i think of as pills there were some hoppy something hoppy that was in it as well um this is not what i think of when i uh think of a pilsner but uh this is still a good beer i just um i think based on some of the other examples we had in front of us um i just thought this wasn't quite what i was thinking of. my sedge rating is a two <clears throat> was that a belch and dave what did you think about bachelor number four here
3: i think bachelor number four was actually really good um i would call it pilsner light or maybe a session Pilsner, or something because it was a very kind. of It almost tasted like a scaled-down version. Um, like Drew said, I, I could I could drink a bunch of this stuff. You know, my my lawn would, you know, all the lines would be all wavy by the time I got done mowing it. Um, drinking this stuff, but um, I, I could really hammer it down, and I think I could really have a good time with it. Clean, malty, very light flavored. Probably the lightest flavored of all the beers in the flight. That might be what puts some people off. But um, I gave it a three. A three.
0: Ah, oh, what a relief. Well, there you have it. Uh, all the way around for bachelor number
2: four. Dude, your lines are always off when you mow. <laughs> we'll
3: talk about this at home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Uh, So now we move on to Question number four For the bachelors Our final question of the day as well So you've been dumped by a beer drinker That does not like Pilsner What would you say to the beer drinker And why? And we're going to start off With Dave Who is going to lead us into this question Well I would say nothing Bachelor
3: number four I would say nothing because how could you date someone
0: who does not drink Pilsner? It makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Bachelor number one. You're with someone that does not like the Pilsner and has drummed it out. What would you say to this beer drinker and why?
2: I may not be the super happy beer. And I may not be the heaviest of beers, but I am a balanced beer that you can drink all day long. Hmm, very
0: interesting. I wonder what they would do. they probably have a (laughs) Jagerbomb. All right, bachelor number two, what would you do? You've been dumped by a beer drinker that does not like Pilsner. What do you say to that beer drinker and why? Well...
4: Pilsner's not for everyone. Not everyone can be perfect, so they're just not for me. So you would dump them? Mm. I would. I would <laughs> dump them very hard.
0: <coughs> you would go back to the party with the yegas, wouldn't you? Oh, yes. Mm. <coughs> and finally, for Bachelor number two, what would you do? Uh, you've been dumped by a beer drinker that does not like Pilsner. What would you say? Uh, to that beer drinker and why Well, I don't think I would have anything nice to say to the beer drinkers that does not like Pilsner because Pilsner is superior beer not the best beer always but there are people that probably like hibiscus beer that's what they are if they don't like the uh, Pilsner beer They probably like hibiscus beer Or beer since you have to put the pinky up While you're drinking them So I I would not like to spend any more time With people that like hibiscus beer or pinky beer So I would say Auf (laughs) saying, Goodbye That's what I would say to them And thank you bachelor number four For that riveting answer (coughs) about Pinky Beer. All right. So, uh, out of all of those, uh, we are going to talk about Bachelor Number 1. Really? Is the beer that we are going to talk about our tasting notes, because he had the best answer for that. Juliana.
2: Well, sadly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... What's interesting about the notes on this beer is that it is the official drink by King Friedrich August the Third of Saxony. Okay, mm-hmm. that it is a nobility kind of beer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, those nobility people <laughs> like their things a little sweet.
4: lot <laughs> of um, It
2: probably. Um, this Sugar is just. A was
4: expensive. <laughs>
2: I guess. This just was a little too sweet for me in terms of what I find in a pilsner. Um, yeah. Color is good, but um, just a little too sweet and a little too honey for me. I'm sorry. Hmm. Three.
0: A three. <coughs> uh, what's the leaf, Jerry, what do you think about uh, Bachelor Number 1 here?
4: <coughs> well, <coughs> I'd have to say Bachelor Number 1 is a nice introduction to Pilsner for someone who might prefer maltier beer. Um, It is definitely on the sweeter side, but as someone who's definitely more of a malt head than a hop head, I find it
0: refreshing. I'd I'd honestly, I'd say maybe before. Wow. Uh, (coughs) My body should not make that sound. Wow, I feel like the odd duck here. Uh so, uh about this beer I wrote three words down. Bitter, malt, and harsh. <laughs> um this is not a beer that I probably would have enjoyed. Um, so I love uh, your comments about that, Juliana. The honey thing and when I went back and kinda tasted it, you know, there was a sweet element to it that I didn't pick up the first time around that I had this beer. I guess because I put it down so quick. <clears throat> um, I just, uh, I don't know. I just d- did not particularly in- enjoy this beer. Um, my suds rating for th- <clears throat> Bachelor number one is going to be a one. <clears throat> that sucks. To give me anything but a bud. Womp, womp, womp. Yep, definitely. Sorry. Dave, what did you think about Bachelor number one? I thought it was pretty
3: good. I didn't think it was super sweet, but I didn't think it was overly bitter. I thought it was actually if you took a little bit of uh, bachelor number 2 and you put in with a little bit of bachelor number 1 or number 3 and kind of blended them together i thought you might get bachelor number 1 hmm. so um not super balanced i think it ended i think it started really sweet and then ended a little bitter so it was it was kind of weird but um I
0: gave it, you know, it was a drinkable beer. I'll give it a three. A three. Ah, oh, what a relief. <clears throat> well, there you have it. Uh, we've gone through our uh, our four questions and our four bachelors for today. We'll take a uh, quick break here, and we will be right back. And now a word from someone that actually paid us for this.
4: Morris Steiner, premium Pilsner. With its smooth, rich, full-bodied flavor, Warsteiner beer has satisfied beer drinkers around the world for over 250 years. Pure, refreshing German imported quality with incredible taste. Brewed to perfection for people who appreciate the good things in life. For all those who live life for the moment,
0: have a Warsteiner. Warsteiner. Because life is too short to drink cheap beer. Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Today is a Sud segment, and we are talking about German Pilsner beers, and we're having fun playing the German dating game while we're doing this. And we're having lots of fun as we go along. And all the bachelors have answered all the good questions. Today's episode is sponsored by Fuschtunner. No matter what you do, do it right. (coughs) So, uh some uh, really great beers and now it's time to have the big reveal because now we're at the end of our questions so we're going to quickly confer with each other as we uh, play a a little bit of this interlude here and uh, confer about what is going to be our favorite beer our judges have conferred and we have decided exactly who is the winner of this so first off let's talk about the beers you didn't pick today bachelor number one hails from Germany
2: it does and sadly
0: sadly we can't find the page (laughs) sadly I can't find the page it was bachelor number one is Wuschstanner Premium Verum.
2: No, it's not. Bachelor no. number one is this the Rataburger.
0: Vodaburg. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. was the Rataburger Pilsner. Wuschstanner,
4: <laughs> Vodaburg. Just, just you guys
0: just don't understand German. <laughs> I don't understand numbers. Anyway, that is correct. We did not pick Rataburger Pilsner as sure. our uh, as our winner for today. Our winning Bachelor Radeberger Pilsner as an ABV of 4.8%, hails from Germany. It has crowned the official drink by King Frederick August of Saxony. Radeberger is a Pilsner style beer brewed near Dresden is characterized by its dazzling and refreshing taste and it's been long enjoyed by German nobility. And a loser for today as well. Would call it neither dazzling nor
4: refreshing.
0: That is correct. Or regal. All right, another bachelor that we did not pick today is going to be the Kronbacher pills, <clears throat> but we did like it, we, which is. We all uh, thought
3: it was pretty good.
0: And the Kronbacher is bachelor number two, two it right? Is dark. And I sweet. knew that. Yep. Yeah. Like me. So let me uh, find the description on that. Bachelor number two hails from Germany has an ABV of 4.8% as well. Here's a description of Kronbacher. I'm not going to read all this, but uh, why should we strive constantly to try to improve an already excellent flavor ever? It's one of our strengths. We recognize that a product perfected is complex in flavor. We believe in a modern continuity and stability of the strengths of Kronbacher. Consistent in quality, resistant to taste, an achievement that will sacrifice lightly. They need music to the background of this. <laughs> anyway, you say
3: resistant to taste. Wow, yeah, I believe. that's for I, believe sure. so.
0: anyway, I think
2: we need some Wagner. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's for sure. Anyway, the evil cow. Sorry, uh-huh. we did not pick the Kronbacher, although we did like this beer, and we thought it was uh, yeah, it was, was pretty good. Not I mind just not the, it up won- off the shelf. just not the winning bachelor here. <laughs> Last uh, bachelor you did not pick is going to be bachelor number four, right? Which, is, which is going to be the Voshtiner Premium Verum. <clears throat> Unfortunately, uh, this has a uh, not a beer that we picked today. It has an ABV of four point eight percent session, and uh, you know this is just a classic German pilsner. Um, you know. Um, interesting our tasting notes around this around this beer today uh, it was very interesting uh, that this was you know the whole flight you know itself so yep all right <clears throat> and now for that uh, moment you've been waiting for who is the winning bachelor as she's gloating over there do you want to introduce the winning bachelor Juliana
2: this winning lovely bachelor hails from Downingtown Pennsylvania! Okay, sorry, I'm a little excited because I am from that home state. But that would be the Victory Prima Pills. Rigged. Um, Rigged. No, actually, I do not think so. (laughs) Protest. Um, no. Rigged. Hey, look. (laughs) It's one of Michael Jackson's 500 classic brews. It can't be that bad. Mr. Jackson would know.
3: Hey, he's a
1: thriller.
2: He is a thriller. Anyways, um... You know, the nice thing about Victory is that they do have some German b- brewers there. So it is very classic to style, and we all just thought that this one was the best example.
3: So if you want a great German Pilsner, go to America. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, listen, uh, one beer that uh, we had as a standby today, uh, I did want to talk about it, which was the uh, Sierra Nevada Nooner. Nooner, which is a fairly new pilsner to the market. This, I believe this beer was just recently uh, reintroduced uh, from Sierra Nevada. I believe that they made it, they stopped making it, then after they expanded into... Um, uh north carolina they actually picked this beer up again and started making it out of that plant um <clears throat> and i happened to see this as i was kind of sourcing these beers for the show and i thought it'd be interesting to kind of talk about this so um we'll lead off again with juliana with our tasting notes here on sierra nevada's nooner Pilsner.
2: i liked it I really did. Um, it's it's similar to the Victory Pills. Um, there is a nice balance to it. I think it's a little hoppier than I wanted it to be, though. I think that's my only, um, my only concern about it. But um, I thought it was a very similar malt backbone to my Prima Pills. Um, and I enjoyed it. And I hope that they continue to make it.
0: Hmm. What's your SED rating on that? A three. A three. <clears throat> oh, what a relief, Drew! What do you think about uh, Sierra Nevada's Noon or Pilsner?
4: I'd have to agree with Juliana about the uh, slightly more hops than you know, perhaps I wanted, but I would I would posit also that that's true of a lot of Sierra Nevada's beers that I've had. Um, it is,
2: it's a West Coast, it's Pilsner. a West Coast thing. Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, it it hmm. reminds me a little bit, oddly enough, of their Celebration Ale, um, hmm. which. I enjoy uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this I'd have to I'd have to give it a good three
0: A three as well I oh, would a relief <clears throat> um, you know this was uh, this first time I'd enjoyed this beer uh, was today uh, my tasting notes for Sierra Nevada's Nooner Pilsner it was a pleasant bitter it was crisp um, you know uh, I really don't know if this is I don't think this is a lager I think this is an ale um, which is a little bit different uh, than a traditional Pilsner is usually a lager, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm really not quite sure if uh, they've made it in a true lager style. But anyway, I really thought it had a lot going for it. Um, it was interesting to put this in the flight um, today with two domestics and you know three German uh, true Pilsners here. So my SEDS rating for Sierra Nevada Newer Pilsner is also a three. Ah, uh, what a relief! Dave, what did you think about uh, Sierra Nevada Nooner Pilsner?
3: I thought it reminded me of the um, Rodderberger, whatever uh-huh. Rottenberger. Um, <laughs> I mean, it started off kind of sweet, and then it ended kind of bitter. Um, I liked it. It's was, it was pretty easy to drink. Um, you know, not not one of the top ones, but it was it was a decent beer. Um, I give it a three. Hmm, a three as
0: well. Ah, uh, what a relief! Wow. What a interesting um, experience! So you know we've had a lot of flights, and you know this is a slightly different you know style show than we've done you know in the past. I mean, what is what does this flight tell you guys about kind of the state of Pilsner beer in general? i guess the one thing uh maybe to kick off you know part of the conversation is this is the first time i've actually sat down and had a flight of pilsners in a very long time um it's very rare for me to come into a uh, you know a bar right now and say of all the choices i'm gonna have a pilsner Uh, so it's been a little while since i've come back around to this style what anything strike you guys you know about having a flight of pilsners today in general
2: well Okay, what I found is interesting, and as I'm looking up some data about the Nooner, the Nooner is a Czech Pilsner. I thought
0: you were looking up the number of awards that Victory Pils is racked up.
2: <laughs> no, but I know that. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, there are there are a couple types of Pilsners. There's the Bohemian Pilsner, mm-hmm. you know, or the Czech uh, Pilsner, which is what most people think of i think when they think of the pilsner yeah
0: i didn't bring any of those to the pilsner, table like
2: yeah pilsner
0: from the pilsen. pilsen
2: right there but the nooner is i think along or they were trying to be along that vein hmm. versus the german pilsner which is my number 1 pick so that being said i think there is a bit of variety here that we noticed today um part of it is geographical in the sense of sierra nevada versus um the uh, my favorite one but even in the german beers you could sense that there was you know some were a little bit hoppier some were a little bit maltier so um, you know you're going to get variety not every pilsner is the same so mm-hmm. just like any other style of beer so yay
4: to maybe be boring, I'm, I'm just going to kind of reiterate, it's not something, I, I don't typically seek Pilsner's out unless it's a hot day and I'm sweaty and, and thirsty and then I seek Pilsner's out, but it's rarely more than one at a time and I think everyone just kind of falls into their old standbys quite easily. Uh, tasting a, a flight of Pilsner's in this way let me see nuance and subtlety in beer that I might have otherwise written off, so I... Mm if 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 pilsner is something that you would typically write off perhaps a flight might be something you should do as well it might uh, might open your eyes
0: yeah i agree it was a uh, illuminating uh moment i think dave uh well i think that
3: uh certain macro breweries out there have turned pilsner into a dirty word with a lot of uh particularly craft beer drinkers um you you know you you taste a certain kind of beer you know i won't name any names um but um you know you you, uh you start to think that's what a pilsner is supposed to taste like and really you know if if you seek out what a pilsner truly is you understand that you can have a really light lager but it can still have a lot of flavor
0: you know i wonder if this uh, style of beer has suffered a little bit from uh transportation fatigue um you know uh, you uh, you throw a logger in a, a hot shipping container you know on a cargo ship yep and uh, bam you know there it's gone um, okay yeah I, so i know that there were some uh, german breweries at one point in time they were actually manufacturing their loggers here in the u.s like
2: contract brewing right mm-hmm. correct. yeah
0: correct sure. um yeah, that's so a good idea. um they were just uh they were maintaining the same continuity of the recipe. They were just basically manufacturing and bottling, you know, here on U.S. soil. Um, I want to say Pilsner uh, Uruguay, um, was uh, one of the. I think one of the uh, groups that did that. I think they're. I uh, want to say they're owned by Carlsberg for some reason. Um, yeah. That but
2: uh, about right.
0: I think that they started doing that, you know, probably back in the late '80s, and that was the way they kind of maintained the continuity of their form of their. Uh, of their beer you know to uh, make sure that it maintained a certain measure of quality because um, yeah dropping a lager you know in a long distance ride i gotta believe that's got to be a little tough to do although i would say that you know some of these some of these beers i thought were holding up really well absolutely I, I think i had very uh um guarded expectations about some of them um so and i think that's part of the reason why maybe i shy away from it you know Going up to a bar and saying, I want that, you know, um, because if I have like a fresh, you know, local craft beer that's made around the corner versus a Pilsner, I know lager that's been shipped all over the country. Sure. Yeah, no contest for me. So maybe
3: they'll start canning.
0: You know, we've already said that that's a good way to maintain a beer's uh, flavor profile. Yeah, I agree. Um, But even then, I think a lager will drop. You know um, quite a bit so even with uh, a temperature uh, a major temperature change yeah, yeah it to
4: altitude you know you yeah. co2 go in and out of solution yeah
0: it's gonna yeah it's definitely
3: gonna have an impact.
2: So then let me pose this question because my brain's starting to think here. Oh Jesus, I know yes okay. yes okay so we're here in America and we tend to enjoy right now hoppier beers um, and Jager. And, sure. No, no, but I mean, here's here's my question. Okay, so our number one beer that we picked was the Prima for Victory. And, yes, it's a great standard, okay? But what I'm wondering is, is if we were in Germany, would we still pick that beer while we are in the area where we would be getting fresh versions of True Pilsners? Mm, Do you know what I mean? Like, because, I mean, obviously... Germany, you know, this is where it started and where it was founded. So having fresh versions of that and having, you know what I mean? Like our taste buds are Americanized, for lack of a better word, because our flavor profiles here in the States are different than those in Germany, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. And I'm just wondering if we're leaning towards an American beer because that is... Our version of what we see in a Pilsner versus what we're getting—that's imported from Europe. Yeah. Do you know? What, does that make any sense?
4: I think Juliana raises a very valid point. Um, although, I would posit that American beers are gaining traction in Germany mm-hmm. um, in a big way because sure. purely because we we do play around with things and do things differently than they've been doing for hundreds or. Thousands, uh, thousands of maybe. years, maybe, Close.
0: maybe, mm. um, <coughs> a lot longer than you've been making that crappy craft beer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, and and for maybe
4: it, it's not kosher to reference a, a different episode, but you know, we talked about repetition, um, and repetition really breeds perfection. You know, you you, you get it down, you get that consistency right, yeah, but it also sort of saps creativity. It becomes
2: stagnant, Hmm.
4: and and maybe maybe that's that's what the the old world's going through right now. Who knows?
0: Well, you know, I guess uh, when you were posing the question, I think the one experience that was coming to me was uh, one of uh, one of my favorite stops uh, here in the U.S. is the Hofbrau House in uh, Cincinnati area. It's one of the few true German you know beer halls um, that is actually owned by you know a traditional you know german brewery there are other really great you know german beer halls you know uh, all over the u.s I, i've been to a lot of great ones but that one in particular is you know it is the only House in you know on u.s soil yeah. and um you know um I uh I really enjoy my visits here and you're right. Uh I mean as much beer as I enjoy I really enjoy uh you know the fresh beer. I would very gladly have a 1 liter you know of Dunkel there any day of the week. Um it was just it's one of my favorite sure. Dunkels. And there's something about having it right there in the hofbräuhaus that uh-huh. yeah, you know it's uh the, the freshness of having that made right there. Um, is pretty cool, and uh, uh, I I don't remember a whole lot about uh, even if they make a pilsner or if they do. I I really don't remember a whole lot about it, but I do remember uh, many of the other beers that I've had there, and definitely the Dunkel is is something that always stuck out to me. So yeah, um, you can get a true German experience, you know, and on U.S. soil with fresh German beer. Um, maybe well, not any of the ones we had tonight but yeah it's definitely possible
2: well and now this makes me think again okay so i happened to be in st louis for a true october one year and you know the big boys were there they know who they are but there was i mean and there was a lot of uh brands from germany that i didn't even know of at the time because mm-hmm. um, this was a few years ago but Little known urban chestnut was there. And what's interesting is that Mm -hmm. out of all of those. It
0: makes a lot of really good German style beers. Yeah. Okay.
2: But the thing is, is like the urban chestnut appealed to me more than the other beers that were out there. Do you know what I mean? And those were traditional. I mean, came from Germany. While the urban chestnut is American in the sense that it's from St. Louis, although the brewer is German and is an expat from one of those big places down the street around and the maybe corner. Then
3: maybe uh, the freshness played in again.
2: Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes me want to go visit Urban Chestnut again now.
0: Well, um, a really great uh, interesting conversation you know, about our flight here. And uh, just to remind everybody of the winning uh, bachelor of our show here is Victory Prima Pills from Pennsylvania. Hello. Homer. Really great stuff. Uh, Thanks to all of our listeners here on Sips, Suds, and Smokes. You can catch all of our episodes online on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Uncle John's Basement, and Spreaker, our native media host. Our terrestrial radio stations are always expanding and questioning every single time we try to say anything with a fake German accent of going, Oh my God, let's shut them off. Listen, if you really love this show, send them... A really great German Pilsner of your choice, along with a note, and copy us as well. Listen, you can reach us online anytime at info at Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Dave, how can fans send you a free beer and Belgian chocolates? Send me a a note at leave the cork in at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day, at Sips, Suds, Smoke. Our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. This episode, again, is sponsored by Wushtunner. No matter what you do, do it right. Listen, do us a favor, take the time to rate this episode. If you're listening to us online, that's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. I want to thank my co host and bachelors here at the table. Dave, thank you for being here. Start wet and dry. Juliana, thank you for being here. I know, he's questionable. Auf <laughs> Zane. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> Drew, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. I might be back. (laughs) (laughs) This is good old boy Mike asking you to join us once again and keep on sipping.